Today, I'd like to ask that timeless question. It's been written down in the Vedas, passed on and asked by many a philosopher. The question is, who am I? Let's begin. Greetings and salutations, buenos dias, buenos tardes, señores y señoras. Buenos dias, buen dia. I wanted to talk to you a little about the process of self-inquiry set out by the Maharishi Ramana and I don't claim to be an expert on this or on the on Maharishi Ramana's teaching, so I, I guess you have to take what I say with a grain of salt. But as always, I am an authority on my own experience working with these techniques, and I've been practicing this the past few days. It's like always trying to observe the I thought, and as I notice this. The thought of I, or like the thought of my own identity, as I'm aware of it, say a memory might surge up in my mind, and I'm like, oh, hang on, that's very interesting. Because I notice that the memories are always somehow linked to my identity. In fact, there aren't a lot of thoughts you can think except in certain states of mind, there aren't a lot of thoughts you can think that aren't in some way linked to your identity. And of course, our own experience as we're going through it, we do also experience that thought of identity of this is, this has something to do with me. What I'm experiencing is somehow related to me. I'm processing everything as if it has something to do with me. Now, what happens sometimes when I'm observing my memories, they pop up and even if, say, it's an uncomfortable memory or one of those cringe memories that I've been talking about, it pops up and I notice, ah, so there's the memory and there's this cringe and I'm associating both of them with me as if this is somehow my core being. And what I'd say is it's not, it's, it's not my core being. It's something that happened to me, you know, it's, it's an experience, but it's not directly linked to my core being. And I guess one has to be careful with this because if, if I make that statement, I say, oh, this is a memory, this is an experience, and it doesn't really have anything to do with the core of me, I think that can be subject to misinterpretation because if I take that as, as gospel or I take that to heart, I might say, okay, uh, that, that's something that happened. And, you know, I now don't have any responsibility relating to that memory or something like that. And if someone comes to me with some grievance and they say, you know, you did this. And I could just say, well, that wasn't me. You know, that, <laughs> that wasn't the core of my being. That was just an experience of something that happens in the past now and not directly related 
to my essence, which would be a way of like evading one's karmic responsibilities and, and this kind of thing. It's kind of like mental, karmic, spiritual gymnastics, the kind of spiritual bypassing. So I think that's a, something to be careful with. Also, the risk that you might disassociate with yourself. In a sense, you are trying to disassociate, like you're trying to notice what is the core identity or what what sees who am I that's the the core of the process but you don't have to deny that that things have happened that that on some level on a on a earthly level that you're a part of these things right so but we are trying to get to the bottom to explore <laughs> what is this core of our being and that's the purpose of self-inquiry so ask this question who am i now i found this very interesting description of this meditation from ram das on ram das's website so i wanted to read this out for you it's this little article entitled the practice of self-inquiry who am i ramana maharishi said Look, it's all very simple, everybody. And then for 40 or 45 years, all he did was going, go around telling everyone how simple it was. He said that all you keep doing is self-inquiry. Vichara Atma. Who am I? You keep saying this. Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? Here's an exercise that you can go through. You sit down quietly and you say, who am I? And then the way I do it is I put the I, the thought of the I, right in the middle of my head, right here. And I say, I am not this body. Then I experience my body as object to the I in the middle of my head. I see it. I feel it. I sense it as an object. Then I say, I am not my five organs of action. And then I experience my arms as objects, my legs as objects, my tongue as an object, my anal sphincter as an object, my genitals as objects. Each of them are experienced as that. And here I am in the middle of my head. Then I say, I am not my senses. Now, you have been in a room where there is a clock ticking and you start to breathe something and you get turned on by what you're reading and you don't hear the clock tick. Everybody is in that situation. And when you finish reading, then the clock is ticking again. Now, actually, all the time you were there, the clock was ticking. Your ear was hearing the clock tick, but you weren't attending to your ear hearing the clock tick. It was involuntary. In other words, there is a place between the three and the two. There's a place between your attention and your ear hearing the clock tick. So what you do is you don't turn off, but you observe your hearing. Like when I'm talking, watch your ear hearing me talk. Watch your eyes singing. Watch your nose smelling. Note your mouth tasting. Note your skin feeling. Do it all from a place right in the middle. The I thought. Then I am not my five internal organs. And you go through digestion, erection, excretion, 
respiration, perspiration, and circulation, and then you're ready for the clincher, the exquisite one. You got all that? You're finished with your body. Now where are you? You're in the middle of this I thought, in the middle of your head, the head that you own, and you say, I am not this thought. So then it becomes, well, where am I? I am here. I am here. Any thought you can think of, you're not that one. If you can do that, and it takes quite a while, I mean, really a long time, you come to a place where you go behind your senses and behind your thinking mind. When you are able to do that, you go through a doorway and you enter into what in Zen is called Satori. In Hindu, is called Samadhi. And the beginning of what is known as Satya... <laughs> okay, I practiced this word several times. Satchitananda. When you have gone through these stages within that, you come to a place where you are synonymous with that fine energy that is an identity with consciousness. Now you've got to understand that the identity, that energy, that very, very fine energy is an identity with consciousness, that the universe is consciousness. It is not self-consciousness, but it is consciousness. Now, what an intriguing practice. I did go through this meditation following the directions of Ram Das this morning in my morning meditation. And I don't know how to describe what happened after I went through those steps, except to say that it was glorious. So it's interesting. You you go through and you're looking at each of your senses, observing from within your head, or from within your consciousness, rather than having your consciousness projected outwards. So if I hear a bird chirping, I can notice it from without, but I can also notice it from within and experience the sound within and as Ramdas talks about, notice the space between consciousness and awareness, or the space between consciousness and the sense. And through that, <laughs> trying to gain this, this perspective. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know what more to say about that other than why not try this? Try self-inquiry. Try noticing the I thought and try experiencing that meditation to find yourself finally being alone with the I thought and then letting it go. To see what else exists. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for trying out a new meditation and exploring your own mind. Exploring in the space to find something maybe wonderful that is lurking in there. And thank you for having a great day. 
I'll talk to you soon. A beautiful thought. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed that episode, found it insightful, I invite you to share it with a friend and maybe send them a little message saying why you enjoyed it or why you think they might enjoy it. Give them a little reason to follow through and listen to this podcast. I'd love it if you did that. (laughs) Have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.